Hey, welcome back to the Chris Meyer podcast. Thank you for joining me again. And I would like to talk about my third book here. Um, it's entitled The Wood, and it's a novel, which uh, it is a, a departing from my first two books, which are both nonfiction. This was a totally fiction from an idea in my head. And I want to talk a little bit about you know how an idea germinates in someone's head and why do you write it. For me, um, I spent 11 years of my real life attempting to be a screenwriter in Hollywood. And those were very, very trying years. They were a lot of years of growth. And they were, at times, very enjoyable years, a lot of fun. And I really got to see the inner workings of Hollywood from various different angles. I was a PA on uh, a major uh, photographer of our time on his commercial shoots. I worked at studios. I was a fledgling writer. I eventually got a manager and an agent, and I had a little bit of taste of that world. I certainly had uh, the studio world. And what I wanted to do, what I've always wanted to do, was to write a book about the industry trying to inform a person who has no experience just going to the movies and seeing movies and thinking that's Hollywood. I wanted to bring that lay person into Hollywood to show them how it worked. So my idea was to craft a novel that was entertaining, irreverent, but yet informative for that person in Peoria, Illinois, who had, knew nothing about the industry or wherever they were, for that matter. Um, so that was the that was the, the sort of the seed from where I I wrote uh, my novel. And what I did is uh, I thought about some of the most solid industry movies for me. Everyone probably has their own favorites, but The Player by uh, uh, Altman was really one of the one of the best or one of the notorious ones that people say is the best. There was a small film called Swimming with the Sharks, which I thought was a really good depiction, solid depiction of, of Hollywood. And of course, then there's Entourage, the series that I believe was on Netflix for a time. But those three were sort of the standouts in my brain that were like the closest ideas of what captured Hollywood. And as I said, I wanted to write sort of that quintessential film or book. Now, you see, I even tricked myself there because I wrote this book like I would write a screenplay. I broke it into three acts and I truly crafted this novel as if it were a screenplay because in my mind, this book will become a movie. I'm, I'm hoping that's what I'm hoping, of course. <laughs> but that was the idea behind it. And I, I wanted to also write something that was a little bit truer to my true personality. And um, for those of you who know me, I'm a little bit more twisted and I have a little darker sense of humor and a little bit uh, more humorous than my nonfiction books. So I wanted to really just stretch myself as a writer or maybe free myself as a writer and I really feel that the wood is is more of who Chris Meyer really is. I, I'm often asked, you know, where do these characters come from and where does this plot come from? And, you know, it is fiction, but it, it I lived a lot of this and I met a lot of these people and they are composites is what I say 
of people who I met along my journey in my 11 years. And of course, they're at times caricatures and there's hyperbole in there, you know, extravagant exaggeration because that becomes more cinematic for me. And the story of The Wood really centers around a woman named Anna who is a, a studio movie executive at the largest movie studio. And she, as I said, is the moral compass. She is the touchstone of where we're all growing from. I believe um, women are always more interesting characters. Anna was certainly more interesting. She has a very interesting past that we will come to learn over the course of the movie uh, or the book. And she is writing these letters to someone who we will find out in the end who, who she's writing to. But the letters are, each one of them is depicting uh, a person in the movie industry, starting kind of from the ground up to explain to this person how the movie industry works and who the players are in the movie industry. As an example, we have the spec writers, the development girls. Then we talk about studio executives, accountants, all the players in the what I call the food chain of Hollywood. And Anna has a type A boss, Bernadette, who runs the studio, and it is the largest studio, as, as I said. And she has an executive assistant or liege named Rupert, who is a former club kid of the 80s in New York City and London. And of course, you can imagine the, the hijinks that they get into. It has a lot of Devil Wears Prada relationship of, a, of an underling and overbearing boss. But I liked, uh, I liked a woman character because I just feel they're more complex. And I, I felt that uh, Anna spoke to me. Sometimes, you know, it sounds very strange, but as an author, you... The characters actually start talking to you and, and the words come out really easy. And that's that's when you're flowing and, and that's what you're looking for. So uh, I felt at, at one with Anna and I don't know why, but um, I find her the most interesting character. She comes across a, a longtime writer in Hollywood who's having some mental issues and, you know, the, the sort of the, the the catalyst in the thing in the in the novel is he escapes from a, a county mental health hospital. Uh, he has a tortured past, and again, it's usually from his childhood, as it is with most of us. And he befriends his longtime friend Billy uh, and meets him again for the first time uh, in a long time. And and Billy is essentially a, a small time drug addict with a couple of big ideas, but no true talent besides ingesting chemicals. And their relationship is sort of a really twisted uh, Butch and Sundance kid kind of movie uh, uh, relationship. But they are much more human because they both have, uh, obviously, these significant issues in their life. Uh, Billy with his, his drug problem and Dave with his uh, mental health issues. And there's an eccentric billionaire who's looking to get tax losses uh, he wants to be in the movie business for that reason. There's also an aging movie executive named Swifty who is trying to stay atop the food chain after all these years and kind of really has never contemplated retirement because he, he knows he, he knows nothing else but the movies. But the, the message of this in, in all of this, what really ties everything together is the constant that 
we are all products of where we came from, right? So we're the, the parents who raised us or the circumstances that we were raised in really shape who we are very much, but we are trying to grow out of it. I mean, whether it's a, a poor childhood or a good childhood, we're trying to overcome in some way. So I always say that that the wood is really about family life, the family that we came from and the family that we aspire to. And um, that for me is the common denominator in, in all of my writings. I, I'm always most interested in family, whether it be your own nuclear family or the friends that you have become your family. For me, it doesn't matter. Their blood does not make a family. Uh, relationships make the family. And that's what I find uh, is most interesting or to write about. So I hope that um, you have time to pick up the wood and enjoy it. I, of course, fell in love with it and am in love with it and hope to see it become a movie. So that's my goal. And uh, thank you. I, I just say thank you for listening and, and hopefully you'll enjoy some of my writing. And um, I want to just say, get out there and do it. You know, everyone says they have a book. You know what? There's nothing like writing. Put it down on paper and and like clay, you'll make it into something. So thank you for listening. I appreciate it.